Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. It is difficult to imagine the crowds that flock to Jesus, and then to consider the wide range of individuals within the crowds. Sinners, tax collectors, common folk, Pharisees and scribes, rich and poor, there was great interest in Jesus. Today on Drawing Near, a wealthy young man approaches and engages Jesus in conversation. Let's take our Bibles, turn to Luke chapter 18, and look at Not Good Enough. As we prepare for today's study, let's go to the Lord together in prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this day, the abilities, the gifts that you have given us, the intellect, the imagination, to read your word, to engage it, to study, to learn. Father, we pray that as we do each of those things, that will actually grow that your Holy Spirit will use your truth to apply it to our lives so that we would be changed, our convictions matured, our understanding deepened, and the way that we live be lived in a way that honors and glorifies you. Father, help us to understand. Help us to be spiritually discerning today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. As we take our Bibles and turn to Luke chapter 18, we're going to begin reading in verse 18. Verse 18, it says, Now a certain ruler asked him, saying, Good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother. And he said, All these things I have kept from my youth. Now, this is an amazing passage. It's a situation in which an individual comes out of the crowd. The Bible says in verse 18 that he was a ruler, a certain ruler. We know this is a true story. It's not a parable. And so there's a ruler. Now, probably he's either a Sadducee or a Pharisee. And we're told that he's young in other Gospels. And he comes to him, and we don't know if he's mocking Jesus, if he's just baiting Jesus to find out what he would do with this question or if he is very sincere. But it seems to me from the context that he's very sincere. So he says to Jesus, good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And in that question is an important word that we need to look at to understand what perspective he was coming from. He said, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? The Jewish people believed that if you lived right, if you did right, if you kept the law, you inherited eternal life. They believed in doing things to inherit eternal life. And and you had to live really, really well to do that. And so he asked, what do I do? So Jesus says, why do you call me good? He had called him good teacher. No one is good but one. That is God. So Jesus emphasizes in this particular point that either he is not good or that he is God. Why do you call me good? No one is good but God. We know Jesus was good. We see it all over the scriptures. We also know that he was without sin and therefore could die on the cross to pay for our sins. He was an acceptable sacrifice. So Jesus is clearly telling us he is God. 
I don't believe that the individuals around him that day understood that, but that's what he was saying. He goes on and says in verse 20, in answer to the question, you know the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not bear false witness, honor your father and mother. He doesn't mention don't envy. He doesn't mention any of the early commandments about loving God or not having idols. He just mentions these five commandments. Then in verse 21, the certain ruler says this, All these things I have kept from my youth. I have done everything you just said. Therefore, am I inheriting eternal life or not? He doesn't ask that question, but he just justified himself. All these things I have kept from my youth. I have been faithful to do these things. Verse 22, So when Jesus heard these things, he said to him, You still lack one thing. Sell all that you have and distribute to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. Now what Jesus says here is, you lack one thing. What's that? You love material possessions. It's not a sin to be rich. It's not a sin to be poor. But Jesus could perceive in this man's heart that he was very attached to his wealth. Maybe that's why he didn't mention the sin of not coveting because this man coveted material things. He wanted material things. Maybe that's why he didn't mention the first several commandments about loving God or being faithful to God, because this man had a God and it was his treasure. But Jesus saw in this man the issue that he lacked something. There was something he hadn't done from his youth. And so he told him, here's how you remedy what you lack. Do you want to know what to do to inherit eternal life? Sell all that you have. Sell all that you have and distribute it to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven instead of treasure on earth, and then come and follow me. Now, Jesus doesn't tell everyone to sell everything that they have. That's ridiculous. Christianity is not a type of communism. But he does tell this individual who is asking a specific question of what do I do to inherit eternal life, he tells him that because money is between you and eternal life, sell everything that you have. Give it to the poor. You'll have treasure in heaven. And he doesn't leave it there. He says, and come and follow me. You see, that's exactly what every Christian has to do. We have to let go of the things in this world that have drawn us away from God. We have to repent of our sin, turn away from it, let go of it. We have to deny ourselves. We have to walk away. And then we have to turn and follow Jesus. That's the pattern for everyone. Now, your problem may not be money. Your sin may be attitude or other actions or behaviors. But we must turn away from our sin and come and follow Jesus in order to enter the kingdom of heaven. Jesus needs to be our master, our savior, and our Lord. There is a choice. Stay where you are or leave it and follow Jesus. Verse 23, but when he heard this, he became very sorrowful, for he was very rich. He did not want to let go of his good stuff, his money, his possessions. He wanted to keep it. He was very rich, and so he wanted to keep it all. And he wasn't willing to let go of it to follow Jesus. If you save your life here, you will lose it. If you lose your life or surrender everything for Christ's sake, you will save it. Jesus says, count the costs. There are costs in following Jesus. Grace is freely given, 
but it's not free. Jesus had to die on the cross to give us grace, and we need to die to ourselves to receive it. Verse 24, and when Jesus saw that he became sorrowful, he said, how hard it is for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God. For it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. What a statement. Jesus knows that mammon, that material things, that money, has a powerful grip on a human heart. And he tells us we need to allow the Holy Spirit, we need to allow the gospel to break that grip. The question for you and I is, is there anything that's gripping our heart? Is there anything that we would not give up to follow Jesus? Are we following Jesus? Have we repented, turned away from those things that bind us, those things that enslave us, and accepted the freedom to come and follow Jesus? Have we done that? Jesus died on the cross to save us from our sin. We should not remain in sin. We cannot remain in sin. Sins that he shed his blood to free us from, we cannot remain in them. We need to, by faith, leave and follow him. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this text. I pray, Father, that you would help us to recognize the rich ruler in all of us, the individual who does not want to let go of the things they love in this world, the things that sadden them to let go of to follow Jesus. We all have those tendencies, whether it's our home and property, whether it's our time, whether it's our talents or other treasures, whether it's bad behaviors attitudes. Father, free us from these things. Help us to leave all and follow you. Follow Jesus. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.